You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 25, Fear. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast. I am Danny, and that is Julio over there at the controls, the mad scientist in his lab coat, uh, looking wide-eyed and crazy as he's looking through his smoking beakers and boiling flasks. Um, actually, it's way too dramatic, but you know I, we are a few weeks <laughs> we're a few weeks removed from Halloween. Did you dress up for Halloween, by the way, or no? No, no, neither did I. I, I dressed up as uh, a hermit in hiding, <laughs> uh, in safety. Um, I want to extend a special welcome to those of you. Uh, if this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for giving us a listen and giving us a try, and if you have been listening, thank you so much for continuing to listen and, uh, and, uh, and spreading the word. Your loyalty is highly appreciated. As always, um, you know, as I say, time is an unrenewable resource, and it means the world to us that you would invest 20 minutes of it on this show, uh, and we are thankful for that. Please continue to listen. Please continue to share. Please subscribe, because uh, sharing is caring. As always, feel free to email us at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, or ideas. We love when listeners reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as well at thebalancingactmiami with a period in between um, each word. So it's the period balancing period act period Miami. Uh, and you can DM us through there as well. Some, um, some followers do that and they, uh, they kind of just give us feedback. Sometimes we just check in ask us questions, and uh, I, try to, I try to be responsive and engaged there. Um, you can give us a follow there, and, uh, and yeah, and I'm, I, from every, other, every few days or so, I'm posting stuff on there, normally what I'm reading or, or just stuff that I think might be motivating. Uh, a recap. So um, our last episode was about how beautiful a mess can be with the right mindset. With a growth mindset, messes can be places of wonder and growing, of invention and discovery, of progression and beauty, while in a fixed mindset, uh, messes can be pretty horrifying and paralyzing. It can be very discouraging uh, and uh, just a world of tunnel visions and digression and disdain. Now, this episode is about fear, which it's you know not the typical Halloween-infused fear that we all know about or think about when we hear the word fear. Uh, it's more about the acronym FEAR. Uh, the F-E-A-R of fear that represents the four ingredients that become the typical obstacles uh, that lead us to li- live lives of inflexibility when trying to pursue uh, goals or value-driven or purposeful lives. Today, we will chat about the inflexibility of the F-E-A-R in fear. Questions. Do you struggle setting goals for yourself? Is it difficult for you to follow through on plans? Do you quit regularly on self-improvement projects? Is it difficult to envision success? Are you discouraged by your future aspirations? How do you go about pursuing your goals? What gets in the way of you following through on your intentions? What's the one thing you would like to change right now? Channel your inner Walt Disney.
Oh, Disney. Wait, what? Do you, do you feel that, Julio? The magic? The enchantment? You can feel it coursing through your veins. Disney, the most wonderful place on earth. Well, I say the most wonderful place on earth. It's the second most wonderful place at, on earth because I prefer the local chicken wing, chicken wing spot. <laughs> that is the number one place on earth. But Disney is, is pretty close up there. Something about driving to the park, right, Julio? Uh, driving up to Disney when you, when you pass that arch. You know the arch I'm talking about? The arch that over the highway that you know, has like the old school vintage Mickey Mouse and, uh, and Minnie. Uh, there's something about driving under the arch that like, and now we're happy, right? It's something about that, right? It's like a switch. It is. It's like uh, uh, you can leave the world behind, right? And, you know, Disney World is basically its own city these days. Uh, not to mention the digital media world. It, it owns pretty much, what, Marvel, Disney, ESPN. I, I suppose it's just a matter of time before they rebrand it from Disney World into Disney Universe. Uh, I'm sure they're already working on that, but... Or Disney Galaxy. I mean, they have a Galaxy's Edge, but already so. Um, one has to. One, you have to kind of wonder. Back in 1971, when Magic Kingdom was opened in Orlando, what was the actual vision that Walt Disney had? Like, did did he think this thing would be this thing? You know, <laughs> like you. I mean, as as uh, as motivational and as much of a dreamer he was, I, I wonder if he really pictured it, right? Uh, I assume he had a vision of the future and, and, and further and further out the future he envisioned, you know, the more out there that that vision was, the, the fuzzier it probably was. Like he had no idea that, you know, in 50 years it would be this. Right. But uh, but he definitely had a near future that he envisioned and, and he made it happen in 1971. Hell, there was a there was a whole area of Magic Kingdom that they called Tomorrowland. Right. Funny, the funny thing is you walk through Tomorrowland now in Magic Kingdom and it feels like yesterday land because it just feels like it, that it's outdated, right? Uh, but nowadays, Disney has a whole department responsible for creation, design, and construction of all the different Disney theme parks. Uh, I guess their, their, their latest completed project was the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, theme park, which, side note, um, I tried to, you know, I look to get tickets and I have to wait till mid-January, which at the time of recording is like six weeks. So there's six weeks booked because of the COVID like uh, limit daily limit that they have. Um, but anyway, they actually have a department. Uh, Disney has a department to, to kind of plan these ideas out and to make them happen. And that um, and the department is called Imagineering is what they call it. It's literally called the Imagineering Department. Because it's a combination of imagination, architecture, and engineering. And the need for these, these three components in developing new projects, uh, from the imagination of thinkers not bound by physics or budgets to, to create these like creative landscapes, uh, and then the, the realists, which are the architects and the engineers, that uh, their job is to actually uh, make things, these dreams into reality, where they can actually abide by the laws of actual physics, like gravity and where people don't get hurt <laughs> and stuff like that, right? In a lot of ways, that's um, who we need to be um, in our own envisioning of our futures, right? We need to be imagineers. We uh, dreaming up the dream. You know, we have to you know dream dream the dream that we want for ourselves, and then 
once we have that, then the, the, the process of constructing those dreams into structures and mechanisms that can actually work in our everyday life, that actually function in reality, um, that they can abide by the laws of physics. Uh, sometimes the imagineering is for goals in our physical health, uh, maybe weight loss, or maybe we're managing a newly diagnosed condition that now, you know, maybe it's diabetes or it's uh, some heart conditions. So now we need to imagine a way to, uh, to have a goal for a healthier lifestyle. Sometimes it's in our per personal relationships. Sometimes we're imagineering for our, our professional careers or our academic paths. Maybe it's the house we want to buy, the car we, we want to buy. Maybe it's the car we want to get rid of. Uh, maybe it's the debt we're trying to get rid of. Um, it all comes down to visualizing as a you know, as the creative and then mapping it out like the architect and then constructing it and making it work like the engineer, construction, con constructing an action plan that is functional. And then it's doing it right. Cause, cause Imagineering, they do all, they create all that stuff in Disney and then, and then they have to actually have the people build it, right. Build it and paint it and make it work. Right. So in doing, uh, but what, what gets in the way, uh, for us as our lowercase I Imagineers, what gets in the way, What's the thing that prevents us from being Imagineers? What's the thing that shifts uh, into the high octane of Imagineering into the stagnant stuck in the mud slop of inflexibility? Oh, that was a tough sentence. I got it out. Um, it's fear, right? Um, you know, not only fear as we know fear to be, uh, but, the, but the acronym fear, the F, the E, the A, the R, and fear. And that's what we'll be talking about today. Fear. So in the world of psychology, right, the acronym is king. Uh, we have acronyms everywhere for everything. We got CBT, you got DBT, you got EMDR. I mean, and of course, you know, we are not innocent either. There's ACT, right? I mean, it's it's ACT for acceptance and commitment therapy, although we call it ACT, right? Which actually I think beats them all because pretty cool when your acronym for the paradigm you counsel from is actually the verb that we're coaching you to do in the paradigm, right? We want you to act on your values. So, uh, but anyway, acronyms are king amongst psychology, also amongst government groups, but that's, that's a whole other story, right? Well, here's another acronym, which is what we're talking about today, right? It's, uh, um, the, the acronym is the biggest challenge um, that uh, kind of confronts us in the pursuit of the fruit of our actual imagineering and the and the acronym is fear the f the e the a and the r basically it's the four horsemen of inflexibility apocalypse you hear them you hear the horsemen coming kind of creepy actually well it's sort of like a almost a halloween episode right anyway so um now we have our goals set, right? As Imagineers, we've kind of envisioned um, these aspirations and then we've kind of created the architecture and the engineering behind how we're going to actually commit towards these um, um, goals and these value-driven paths, right? And what are the things that get in the way? Well, the F is for fusion, right? And we've talked about fusion a bunch of times. It comes up a lot, uh, being overly attached to, to, to thinking, right? Um, and uh, we are victims to the negative thoughts in fusion. Uh, we are fused to them, and they, and they get in the way of our pursuits of the goals that we set for ourselves. You know, uh, the typical thoughts that we attach to that 
become obstacles or, you know, these thoughts of not being good enough or these thoughts that it's, it's never going to happen. Uh, things won't work, won't work out for me. Right. Why me? Why, why should I try? Right. So these are fused thoughts that really become obstacles in our paths to um, the dreams that we've, uh, we've envisioned for ourselves uh, in our pursuit of our goals. Fusion to such thoughts defeat us. Even before we even start the game, we've been defeated if, if we are overly attached to these negative thoughts, right? The next letter in fear is E, and that stands for excessive goals, right? Sometimes we just bog ourselves down with way, way, way too many goals to pursue. We end up juggling all these dreams and all these, uh, all these dreams end up leading to a bunch of nightmares because we're just trying to go in so many different directions that it just never really works out for us. You know, we're trying to, good luck trying to go in five different directions, you know. Uh, a great book actually that talks about this in, in great length, it's a book called Essentialism by Greg McKeon. And he, discuss, he discusses the importance of narrowing your, your goals down and your actions to just the essentials. Uh, he says it a few times in the book, the, the idea how it's better to improve 100 feet in one direction rather than improving five feet in 20 different directions. You, you, got, you have to hone in and focus your energies into, into clear goals and directions so you can really see a difference. Uh, so in, in this FEAR acronym, uh, the excessive goals is a huge culprit where we're, we're trying to do way too many things at once and then we end up not getting anything done, right? The next letter in fear is A for avoidance, right? So, um, and you know, it's the discomfort, right? It's the it's the us avoiding, us being afraid of the discomfort of. For some of us, it's effort. For some of us, it's the potential failure, the fear of failing, you know, or it's the demand. Like we um we don't want to have to experience the demand that the pursuit of this particular goal or value is going to uh, impose on us so we avoid the demand or, or the commitment. Some of us just are not really um, comfortable with having to commit towards a particular direction. So we avoid. We instantly gratify by pushing ourselves away from that discomfort, which leads to digression or even worse, regression. We fall off the tracks, the train tracks of, to these goals and values because we, we hop on the train of avoidance. And lastly, the letter R. Right. So F is fear, E, excessive goals, A, avoidance, and then R is remoteness of goals. Right. It's um, it's good to dream big. I mean, like like I was joking earlier about Walt Disney, uh, he probably had really big dreams. Right. Uh, but the problem with sometimes uh, dreaming too big is that we feel so far away from that dream of, of becoming a reality that it begins to discourage us, right? And uh, which ends up a lot of times leading to inflexibility. Uh, I mean, someone that is, you know, say someone that uh, that's, uh, needs to lose some weight and say they, need, they ultimately have to lose about 100 pounds or so, there is more, that person's more likely to not follow through if they think they have to lose all 100 pounds. Um, instead, they probably have a lot better chance of uh, being able to approach their goals with some psychological flexibility if they think about about uh, you know losing these in like five pound increments, right? Because a hundred pounds feels so remote, you feel so far away from getting there that there's so much to avoid in between there and now, versus five pound increments. That's manageable. You you can act on that. No pun intended. You can actually, there's less space between um, pound one to pound five and pound six to pound 10 to have these 
um, um, bubbles of, of discomfort to avoid. It becomes a lot more manageable, a lot more easy to be mentally flexible in these pursuits. There's a, there's, a, there's a term we use, an act, a phrase, that uh, jumping off a sheet of paper. If you can visualize it like a sheet of paper on a table, I mean, it's like what? Not even like a quarter of a millimeter in width, right? And so to jump off a, a sheet of paper is like uh, it's almost not even noticeable. Uh, anybody can do that, you know. Now compare that, uh, compare jumping off a sheet of paper versus jumping off a diving board into a pool, right? Uh, it's a, you know, it's a pretty significant, uh, you know, gap in distance from jumping off a sheet of paper from a diving board. And that's how, that's how we have to approach um, setting goals. Sometimes we got to set these short-term goals that, are, that feel like jumping off a sheet of paper so we can actually gain a momentum. We can actually feel good about getting to a place it's just the right amount of time where there's not uh, effort to avoid or demands to be scared of or anything like that Uh, so um, for the r just be aware and uh, of being too remote from that next goal because then that creates a whole mess of space for us to um, experience fear so it's time to be fearless Right? It's time to diffuse from the thoughts that haunt us and discourage us from pursuing dreams we have imagineered for ourselves. It's time to tap into the essentialist mentality and start concerting our efforts at particular goals um, where we can essentially focus on them, one or two or three at a time, but not to get excessively digressed and dive too diversified in what we're trying to do. It's time to accept the grind in our pursuits to accept the feel of what it means to put effort, to accept the feel of what it means to be uncomfortable, to accept the feel that there might be failure at the other end of this effort, to accept the feel of the anxiety, to accept the the possibility of frustrations as long as we stay on the path. And it's time to be strategic about the goals we set. Don't set them too, too far um, down the road that they're too, just too big uh, bites to, um, to, you know, that we end up chewing and, and wanting to, to spit out instead of uh, consuming what we're trying to do. Um, don't, don't set our goals so far away that we need a telescope to track them. I know there's a saying, you know, that, you know, aim for the stars is such a coin phrase that we use. And it's okay to aim for the stars, but set a goal of buying a ladder first. And then when you get to the top of that ladder, get yourself a bigger ladder and then a taller ladder and so on and so on. And eventually you get to the stars. I think you get the picture. So be fearless. And now for the challenge. As I do every episode, um, I try to, to challenge you to be an active participant in your own life. I challenge you this time around to rethink the current goals you have set for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and th- those couple that just popped in your mind, those are the ones I'm probably specifically talking about because they're the ones that you've been ignoring until now. Um, I want you to, to think about those, focus on those. It could be your weight loss plan. It could be that debt issue that you've been avoiding. It could be the business that you've been thinking about possibly starting. It could be maybe an academic path. Maybe it's a new academic path. Maybe it's a career change. Maybe it's a new language you've been thinking about wanting to learn. Maybe it's that special someone you've been thinking a lot about recently. And ask yourself, where is the fear that's keeping you from acting? Is it fusion? Or is it just an excessive amount of other goals that you're trying to get done at the same time? You're just trying to do too much? Is it avoidance? 
Or does it just seem like a pipe dream that's so, so far away? Could be two of those, maybe three of those, maybe it's all of them. I challenge you to be fearless. I challenge you to live a valued life. I challenge you to act proactively. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. I hope you enjoy. I hope you share. Remember to email us with your questions and or feedback and send in pictures of you listening to the podcast on your purpose-driven drives through life. Uh, just do those safely. Don't put yourself at risk. That would be a shame if you like got into a fender bender, if you're doing a selfie while you drive. Uh, and uh, you can email us at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Julio, the producer that makes things happen over here, the mad scientist. Um, I hope you are all safe. I hope you continue to be safe. And I hope you continue to grow, and I hope you become fearless. This is The Balancing Act. I am Danny. I am thankful. Take care.